Master Tavern Keeper's History of the Old World. Why, Heinrich, you have that quizzical look on your face again. Is there something that you wanted to ask, Cedric? Oh, yeah, yeah, there is indeed. Now, Master Alchemist, you said that you ended your encounter with the demon by being teleported onto your, uh, lost lord in front of this, uh, forge of the old ones, your, uh, lost gods. Can you, uh, tell us more about this? Everything to do with the old ones has begun to fascinate me intensely. Oh, I can certainly tell you more about all that. Well, the demon, old Dewar, had cast some sort of spell on us that catapulted us far away from him. Now perhaps it was to save himself, or perhaps it was a perverse kind of gratitude for freeing him. I couldn't say which, but uh, irrespective of his motives, Merchard and I found ourselves dumped unceremoniously back on the lost road. It was still night, and it was still raining. So we had not lost any time. Something unusual for Bleakmoor. Ahead, by the light of the crescent moon, we could see the great hill that sits at the northern end of the road. A hill upon which, or perhaps more importantly, within which, lies the forge of the old ones. Now you can only get to it via a treacherous, let's say, path which winds through the fen and swamplands surrounding the hill. It is well guarded. For the forge of the old ones is where the council of the most senior and respected truthsayers meet. One of whom was our very own Marvin, by the way. And uh, it was with one of these guardians that Murchard and I were about to butt heads with. The ground suddenly shook, accompanied by wet, soggy footsteps and the sound of sucking mud as out of the boggy ground to our right came a lumbering fen beast. I'm sorry, Cedric. Came a what? A fen beast? Well, um... As you know, Albion is riddled and piddled with bogs, fens and marshes, and these end up being the graves of many a thing, both man and monster, as well as many animals. These bogs trap their souls there upon their deaths, leaving them unable to escape. We truthsayers have learned a way by which we can summon forth these trapped spirits to act on our behalf. What? That sounds like necromancy to me. Ugh, now wait there a minute, Heinrich. Those are not words to bandy about willy-nilly. Are you accusing me of dallying with dark magic? Necromancy is the use of magic to summon force and control the undead. Tell me that this is not what you are doing here, Master Alchemist. Those are fighting words, O oh noble knight. I'll not have the honour of the truth, sirs, besmirched by some verbose mercenary. Oh, my neck! Ugh, oh, Septimus, you've struck me again. Count yourself 
Lucky Trish sehr. I can barely breathe in this headlock. Enough, you two. No one picks a fight at my table, especially when the reason is that you're not listening to each other properly. I give you a choice. Sit down and hear what the other has to say, or I will resolve this misunderstanding for you. Oh, no, 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 no. That won't be necessary there, Septimus. We don't want to repeat of that night the bandoleros gringos were here. It took me three days of hard work to clean off the blood splattered around this tavern. Well, you started it. I just finished it. And as it was your mess, it was right and proper that you clean it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, Master Seven Keeper Boot. Uh, I, I can't breathe. Ah, sorry, Heinrich. <laughs> By the gods, your arms and like sickly coiled Romlil. <coughs> but uh, who were these uh, bandoleros then? Oh, they were a mercenary company from Australia, made up of bandits, fugitives, and freebooters from all over the old world. But uh, you won't see any of them in uh, Tabarro, not after that night. But uh, I'd rather not recall that particular event. It's all right by oh, you. Yeah, 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 I see. I, uh, I completely understand. Anyway, let us sit down. Now, Cedric, you're going to tell us about Fenbeast. And Heinrich, you're going to listen until he is done. And then we shall talk about it like civilized men. Yeah, yeah, but, but... No, Heinrich. Now, I do understand they had a particularly bad experience with the necromancer Valdertain a few weeks back, but don't take it out on Cedric. It is time to listen. Here, have a look at this. Cedric, please begin. Tell us, how do you, uh, truth sayers, summon a femme beast? If we know that, then perhaps we can judge if it is truly necromancy or not. But we can only do that with all the facts at our disposal. Eh, Heinrich? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ach, well, I'm happy to oblige. What we do is this. First, you have to find a smooth stone, roughly about the size of my palm here, and inscribe it with the appropriate magical symbols written in Ogham. It is then dropped into the fen at the place where you have divined that the souls are trapped. What happens next is that you cut yourself and allow some of your blood to drop into where the stone fell, effectively gifting form and life to those who have passed. It is then that they will awake, accompanied by a monstrous wail as they are given a reprieve from the smothering insanity of their existence tied to the fen. The fen beast, as it's called, will then drag itself out of its muddy grave and the Ogham stone at its heart will draw the surrounding matter to it as it rises. More often than not, this will be swamp mud, rotting vegetation, another marshland detritus, as well as bones and wood. They typically grow as large as, uh, say, something like a troll, and a vaguely humanoid in form, sporting two arms, two legs, and uh, sometimes a small head. Upon rising, the creatures are totally without a will of their own, and instead are subservient to their creator, for they are not living creatures in any true sense. Aha! See, see, Master Tavernkeeper. Okay, now, I'll not deny that an air of death and decay surrounds them, 
but it is a this is a temporary thing. For at their dissolution, they are freed. The trapped spirits are liberated and can return to the Sea of Souls. I do not think that your uh, necromancers do that, do they? Oh, yeah, yeah. What you say is true. Indeed. The undead brought back through the magic of Nagash are destined for servitude without end. Surely, this is not that, is it, Heinrich? But Heinrich, I'll not deny that they are fearless, unliving constructs. Beings that feel no pain and can quickly reform lost limbs and body parts, for they draw their power from the land. But uh, they but lend us their strength for a time, and in return we free them from their deathly oubliettes. Does that sound like necromancy to you? What do you think? What do you say, my dear knight? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see, I see. I think, I think that perhaps I owe you an apology, Master Alchemist. It is not necromancy. I do not know what it is, but it is not necromancy. I am sorry. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But uh, I'm not taking back my words. You are verbose. But that's not a bad thing in my book. Indeed, no bad thing at all. Excellent. Well, with that resolved, shall we get back to the Forge of the Old Ones?